Hi, and welcome to the Art of the Profitable Lifestyle Gym podcast. I'm Chris Thorndike, a 14-year practicing brick-and-mortar gym owner. In this podcast, we'll talk you through how to grow your gym membership base with long-term members, how to create a consistent flow of leads, and how to enjoy running a gym that gives you the income you need to live the lifestyle you want. I'll show you how to pay yourself $5,000 a month take home and make $5,000 a month in gym profit. Hello and welcome back to the Art of Profit Lifestyle Gym podcast. In this week's episode, I'm going to be diving into building a loyal community, how to create a long-term member inside your group coaching program, what is a long-term client, what do they look like inside your membership, and how to create them on a regular basis. So it's no secret that long-term members are part of the success of your business. You know, they offer stability inside uh, your classes for members to get to know one another. They're kind of an anchor, you could say, of a friendly face for people to come into and uh, represent stability and represent community on a regular basis. They're reliable, they're consistent, they pay on time, they pay professional rates. Uh, They contribute to a positive and supportive environment for people to feel welcome. And how do we find more of those people? You know, what do they look like uh, when you think about enrolling new members? What characteristics, what qualities could you look out for in new members that would help you build more long-term members? Well, it starts with understanding what makes them so great. Well, the first is they consistently attend classes. When you have someone showing up on a regular basis, it's fun to coach. It's fun to see them grow uh, and succeed. It's fun to see them build friendships and relationships. Well, in another area, they're committed to the journey, not just to uh, the outcome. You know, they enjoy the process. These are the people that really dive into the habits. Uh, I like to think of them as coachable. I like to think of them as curious and inquisitive. They ask questions. uh, They listen. And ultimately, they're applying the advice that you've accumulated over your years of experience, and they're absolutely soaking it in like a sponge, and they stand out. Well, they also feel like they belong, right? This is that connection uh, to a sense of community. They start to evolve and grow, kind of like a flower uh, blooming. You could say they might come in quiet. They might come in shy. Uh, they may not have any friends at first, but then they start to connect and socialize and build relationships. And the next thing you know, they're attending your events and they're a stable part of your life as an owner. You know, they have and frequently express gratitude or appreciation. And when they look at their own success, they're able to uh, dive into the journey on both a milestone level and a results level. And what do I mean by that? Well, they often reflect on where they started and where they're at now, but they also can appreciate that maybe they're not where they wanna be, but they'll get there. And there shows a maturity in these people that they've bought into the lifestyle and not just a means to an end. So in this episode, I wanna dive deeper into How do we recreate this type of relationship? How do we recognize what these people are doing on a long-term level so that we can go about finding more of them, building a stronger community, building a stronger financial base, 
and ultimately creating the clients that we love to train on a long-term basis. So let's begin. In many cases, people think about their service when it comes to creating long-term members. Well, over the years, I've found that we're not given the opportunity to work with a client actually until we enroll them. So I find that long-term clients are actually started at the point of contact. And what I mean by that is when someone comes in as a prospect, if you're not shaping uh, their mindset, if you're not getting to know the characteristics, the qualities, the traits that they have, and compare that to long-term members that you've worked with and long-term members that you want to recreate, well, then you're missing a huge opportunity to really find and identify the people that are going to be that ideal client. And it's often that gym owners will tell me that, you know, they have bad leads or the signups that they are getting are not staying and they're turning over quickly. And it often comes down to what is going on inside your enrollment process that is creating this relationship or what is driving you to enroll the wrong type of people. So in our Factory Forge Momentum Program, one of the first steps that we work with our clients on is how to identify and qualify long-term clients. Because if they're so valuable to our communities, to our business, and as people in our lives, then why are we rushing the process? Why is it that everything is so urgent to get to the sale, but not get to the relationship so that you can determine if you're right for them and you're ideally the person that's going to take them to the next level, and they will be uh, with you for a long time. So if you have not developed a relationship with a prospect, there's a couple things going on you got to look for. You know, did you create enough time to get to know this person? Are you inviting people in who have characteristics and qualities that look like long-term members? You know, and one of the first things that we look for is you know, logistics. And what I mean by that, it might sound silly, but do they live or work within a radius or drive time that allows them to attend on a consistent basis? You know, will they look at uh, your uh, program and your gym as something that fits into their life? And they can see themselves attending regularly. It is a natural fit versus something they have to force. So all of those things can lend well to uh, someone staying long-term. Also, their schedule. You know, are they able to see how your schedule fits into their life, whether it's training before work or after work? Uh, those things matter. And you know, they all come out during this initial relationship building at the point of contact before you even get to really know this person on a deeper level. So these are just general things that you can do to identify if it's worth the time, the energy, the effort for both of you to have a deeper conversation about you know, solving the problems that they have. So what I like to do is we completely remove meeting with people or ushering people into sales appointments or to free trial classes because those are things that can create problems down the road. And we say, if you don't deal with it on the front end, you're going to deal with it on the back end. And what I mean by that is you're going to end up with problematic clients or clients turning over or not paying or bailing on you because you didn't take the time to do the due diligence early on. And a lot of you know, owners feel that it's slow or it's not worth it. 
And I challenge you on that because when you get to know a client, you understand what's going on uh, inside their head, understand what's been broken with their uh, fitness journey. You get to really understand the issues they're having and what the roadblocks are. And when you take the time to get to know them, to share how you can help them and what type of results you can help them achieve if they committed to your program. Well, what ends up happening is that you start to stand out. You start to become more valuable than your competition and they start to trust and they start to believe in someone for the first time. And that's the basis of a strong long-term relationship before even asking for the sale. So for those of you guys out there that are rushing the process to either the transaction or to just trial the class, you're selling yourself short on getting to know someone or even building more relationships because some people out there are intimidated to try a class. Some people are not ready to have a conversation about sales and you're missing a lot of opportunities to start relationships and build their confidence so that they can take those next steps. They will move forward to those next steps confidently. Okay, so that's why I say one of the first parts of creating long-term clients is actually at the enrollment uh, level and getting to know and build the relationship. Okay, so if you feel like you're rushing that or you're ushering people through to a transaction or to a trial, uh, you may want to take a step back and realize that that's one of the first things we do to understand the characteristics, the traits, the qualities that people have. And we're inviting those people in that share those similar qualities that we see in our long-term members. Okay, So think about this as long-term members are actually built and grown and created. They don't just come to you with these things, which takes me to the next step, which is onboarding. Okay, Onboarding is an interesting uh, part of the process for creating a member, but it also is kind of like this seed that gets planted and starts to grow is this is where everything begins. So the first impression with the coaching, uh, first impression with likely the facility, uh, and ultimately, do they feel safe? Do they feel like this is a place that is going to back up what was promised to them at the point of sale? So there's a lot of emotions going on at this level. There's also a lot of hope. And as you dive into building this person up from where they're starting, this is the time to shine. So one of the first things that we recognize that is important and I think part of the gym owner accountability is to uh, record and document their journey for them. And what I mean by that is getting a sense of where they're starting from a body composition standpoint, from a fitness experience or level standpoint, and then also like the emotional um, level or the thoughts that they have going on in their head. And the reason this is so important is as they go through their client journey, as they go through your coaching program and start to evolve as a client, there's going to be a need to pause and reflect. And I believe that this is our responsibility as gym owners to inform them of where they're at, where they've been, so that they can get re-inspired, so that they can be certain that this is the right path, this is the right program, and it's actually working. So if you're not starting this uh, at the beginning of every relationship, it's costing you 
renewals. It's costing you long-term clients. And like we said, you know, this is stability in your membership base, in your revenue, in the relationships that they're building in your community. And I'm sure many of you have experienced a really key person in your community leaving and what that energy uh, does to the room or to the overall you know, community as a whole. And it can be a real loss. And this is part of our responsibility to say, hey, it's more than just great relationships in a social community. This thing is actually working. This process is developing you. And that's why you initially started here. You came to me likely to lose body fat or to you know, create a consistent routine or build muscle and get stronger or you know, have a better social life. We've got to prove these things, guys. And they're not always so obvious when people have a lot going on in their life. And they're busy, you know, with kids or work, um, other responsibilities. So if we don't do this, we're not fighting for the proof, for the awareness that this is an important part of their budget. This is an important part of their life, and it actually gets results. So in my opinion, many people are losing people because they haven't proven that they're getting results. And you may push back on me and say, well, Chris, my clients come to me on a regular basis because they see the value. Well, it's one thing to believe that they see the value, but do they see all of your value? Do they see all of the things that you're helping them accomplish and succeed? And I would say that most people aren't that in tune. They're not that aware. And truthfully, it may be just a few people that are, are that you know in tune with uh, the outcomes they're getting, both from, you know, the look, the way they look and body composition to the fitness performance side, you know, are they truly aware of these things um, and their thoughts? It's, it's common for people, um, you know, at 12 weeks, six months for them to have a uncertainty about what they've accomplished. And it's not until they step on an in-body or come in and reassess their conditioning level and compared to day one, that they're really seeing the significance in the gains. Okay, I just had a client the other day, um, literally shaved two minutes off their performance, uh, dropped two and a half percent body fat, and put on two pounds of muscle. And they had no real idea or awareness, but they learned that information and they were beaming with this smile and this pride. And then even after the fitness, um, evaluation. You know, we're high-fiving and fist-bumping and there's this excitement, this energy to want to go further and to continue this idea of a client journey. So when we start looking at that as a process, we say, well, about every 90 days is important in, in terms of revealing what's happened on that, you know, first milestone or second milestone and those are what's adding up to the big you know, goals or results that they came to you with. But again, it's our responsibility to structure the program to reveal those things as they go through it. And that's ultimately what's helping the longevity of these clients because it is working, it's, validate, it's validating uh, on your part, it's supportive, it's uh, social, and they're growing as a person. And I think that's what starts to stack. Those are the things that really make this not just one dimensional, like just a fitness class. It's important to them. It's something that 
uh, is meaningful and significant. And when it comes to other offers that they might see from a competitor or uh, a friend is going to a different gym, these are the, these are the thoughts, these are the feelings that are going to pop up in their mind to say, no, I, I can't, you know, this is the place that I belong. This is the place that I feel most comfortable and I am seeing progress and to risk that, um, you know, it's just not worth it. So the last point I want to make today is that long-term members are built and they don't just magically come to you. So this is about having a system in place from the start of when they contact you to the level of uh, relationship that you're building through the enrollment process, through onboarding and making sure that it's the burden proof you could say is on us to help them see everything that they're accomplishing, to show how impactful we are in their life and have a consistent system of doing that so that this spreads to not just a member, to every member. And that's what ultimately creates a long-term membership base, right? So the last part is an emphasis on building them up, building them to the level of we'll call them A clients, long-term clients, quality clients, right? And what is our role in that? I think a lot of the coaching and the support and the guidance that they're given inside of the program matters. They don't want to feel alone because remember, they wouldn't have sought after a coaching program or a coach if they could do it on their own. So there's a significance to that in how that shows up both on the coaching floor and off the coaching floor. So are we showing up on the coaching floor? And one of the issues that I see among uh, group fitness owners is that you start to have some success and you can get fatigued. You can get um, a growth mindset, which is not a bad thing but it's a calling to work on the business and not so much in it. And then you start uh, looking for help. You look for uh, coaches, but are they keeping up with that uh, level of service that got you to where you are now? And some of you are struggling right now because of your coaching team, not being able to deliver the same level of personalization of feedback of experience. So long-term members are actually the sum of each one of your coaches. And if you're not developing them and sharing that magic that happens on the floor, and what is that magic? Well, it, it, believe it or not, it's, it's before the, the workout begins. It's after the workout gets done. It's inside the class of the little tweaks and adjustments um, throughout the workout, not just during instruction. So, those are the little things that add up to the big things. And do you have a development program? Do you have a way to help people see the things that matter? And if not, your long-term client base is at risk. And if you're struggling to create long-term clients and you have you know, a 
problem with keeping people and you're not seeing, maybe this shows up at the growth hub, you're not seeing um, enough of your auto pay growing. It can be tied to the reason you're not on the coaching floors. You're, you've shifted attention to marketing or promotion, but we've left behind all of the greatness that you built into your program and it hasn't yet been developed in your people. Okay, so that's one of the other areas of long-term uh, success that you've got to start thinking about as you graduate from coach to manager, right? Manager to mentor. Uh, that has to be in place if, if we're really thinking about keeping um, churn low um, or stopping it and creating a positive net growth. Um, the other thing to think about is part of the responsibility I feel that we have to this concept of community where people are connecting with one another, they're learning about each other, they're building friendships, is breaking down some of the social barriers for people whether that be um, asking questions in class before you know, class kicks off, like the question of the day, those little things start to open up ideas and thoughts and um, share commonalities among people. And ultimately that's why uh, gyms that do those things have stronger relationships among their members, stronger community basis, because those are the opportunities where they're learning you know, what they do for work or what they... Uh, you know, prefer for meals or how often, you know, they brush their teeth, silly things like that open up uh, people to learning about one another. And then from there, they're, they're able to bud and grow these relationships. And there's not such a heavy burden for you to connect people, but look for those opportunities, guys, to uh, open the door for members to have a conversation with one another and they'll take care of the rest. But if there's never a door open or there's never a safe place to, you know, vocalize thoughts or feelings and uh, you don't lead that in your group environment, it's going to cost you. And it's, and it's going to come in the form of people not connecting um, or your new people not, you know, getting seated or opening up to longer or older term members. You know, it's very common for people to shut down and get what's called clicky, where they feel like they have enough people in their inner circle. And it's on us to remind them that there's plenty of people out there that have more to give and more to share. And uh, I think that's a big part of our jobs as leaders and community builders. And we already know, it's proven that when people choose group, you know, they are seeking out aspects of socialization, of friendships, of connection, of belonging. And if we're not fostering that, well, they're not going to do it on their own. The last part of building them up is really taking the information that you're learning at these uh, points of reveal. Uh, I, I like to think of them as surveys or some people call them goals meetings, but are you doing something with that information? How is that being translated to uh, more guidance, uh, more support. Um, and in this line of thinking is if you ask the right questions, they will often tell you what's important to them, what they're struggling with. And how are we get, getting information about those problem areas? How are we helping guide them so that they have a clearer picture of the habits or the problems or the solutions so that they can begin to 
you know, feel like they're on the, the right track and they've got someone there looking out for them who's bringing this into awareness, you know, making them work for information or uh, going idle in terms of the other growth aspects of the client journey is a recipe for someone getting bored or someone forgetting why uh, and what you offer. And soon they feel like they're just paying for a class and not an experience, not a coaching program. So it's the combination, guys, of building the first impression with the prospect and showcasing that value, getting to know them as a person and do they align with the characteristics, the qualities, the traits of someone who is a long-term client. And it's our job to invite those in that do and also to protect the community from those people that don't. And that's how you start to shed people, you know, quitting early or, you know, not showing up, uh, not being a great part of the membership base because you're qualifying them. So I, I recommend you, you dive deeper into that point. The other aspect we talked about is onboarding, making sure that, you know, we do collect key information at the start and throughout the milestones. I recommended 90 days is a reasonable amount of time for people to reflect and see what they've accomplished or to set new goals and feel excited and inspired and return back to this reflection point of what they're progressing inside the program, how you're guiding and supporting them. And that's what makes up more value than just simply a class. And lastly, guys, remember, long-term members are built. So the responsibility is not just on them to attend, but what are we doing to create this idea of a long-term client? What are we doing from a responsibility standpoint to ensure that they feel like they belong and that they're cared for and that if they show up to class, they're going to be looked forward to. And that's the type of, I think, community when people take interest in group that they just don't understand, they just don't know. And we have to teach that. So it starts at the beginning of the membership when it comes to the culture and the characteristics that, you know, help people stay successful year round in their fitness and as a member. And if those things are not uh, taught as a gym and as lessons that show up throughout the journey, then you can only expect people to fall into the trap of thinking that our value is just tied to a group workout and nothing more. And when that happens, you start to see people feel like they can replace you with a cheaper option. So my message to you guys today is when it comes to building long-term loyal members, the responsibility is on us and you must start at the point of contact, not at the point of sale. And you can never forget that these are relationships and these are people that are looking to us to guide them, to support them, and ultimately uh, create an atmosphere and an environment where they don't ever want to leave. And I truly believe that. And if you do too, then that I think is the, the number one focus that we should all have and share that every member that we enroll should be of the qualities and characteristics that you know, people stay long-term and 
my message to you guys is if you want help and you don't know where to begin when it comes to talking to new clients, getting them to understand your value, uh, knowing what characteristics or traits to look for, then let's have a discussion. And I'll help guide you through that process. I just want you to know as a business owner, you're not alone. And a lot of gym owners there uh, that are out there get stuck. And this is a common growth problem for owners. And I just want you guys to know that you have help. We have a proven system. We've been in the game for 15 years. Uh, I'm a practicing uh, group fitness owner. It means that I'm in the trenches here with you guys and we're practicing what we preach. And we also are current and relevant. And these are not old models. These are not things that I once tried. These are things that are working. And as you know, in the people business, it's constantly changing. So you could be outdated in your practice and it may be time to update how you're doing things to more efficient ways of delivering service or connecting or building value. And I, I wanna share those with you. I wanna make sure that you're progressing at a level that you're challenged as an owner, you're having fun and you're seeing the benefits. Your membership is growing, you're charging profitable rates and earning a professional income. And that's why I created my Momentum program. It's the first 12 weeks of working with us where you're gonna get the guidance, you're gonna get the plan and the steps, and you're gonna get the support you need to actually implement these processes into place so that you have concrete systems in your business, you feel secure, you feel confident running the business, growing the business, finding those people. And I wanna share that with you. Uh, so the next step would be head over to factoryforge.com forward slash call to uh, go ahead and schedule a call with me and start learning the details of the program and getting to know each other. If you're ready to start growing your membership base with long-term clients and building a gym that gives you income and lifestyle, then I want to invite you to apply to my program where I'll show you how to pay yourself $5,000 a month, take home, and make $5,000 a month in gym profit without spending all of your time working by implementing our proven process, the Lifestyle Gym Model. Head to factoryforge.com forward slash apply to apply to work with us.